0: between Starks, Louisiana, and Vider, Texas. No one noticed, no one knew that the life of that tree had been eaten away. No one knew that it posed the danger that it did. Two ladies left Starks on their way to Houston one morning And they did their shopping, took care of the chores that they were assigned with that trip to accomplish. When finished, wearily, they headed back home. It just so happened that as their car approached the spot in the road, where that tree stood nearby really don't know what it was it could have been the weight of a squirrel's body it could have been a breath of air it could have been just just perhaps a songbird that tipped the balance of the tree that had lost strength, the tree made its its way toward that road. At the precise moment that the tree was hitting the ground, the car that those ladies were riding in approached at the same moment. The ladies probably never knew what hit them. Just one more red light in that busy town of Houston. Just one car stopping to have delayed them just one second. If they would have driven 61 miles an hour instead of 60 for just Five more seconds, anything could have altered that tragedy. The wise man said it this way, time and chance happeneth to them all. The tragedy of that tree falling at the precise moment the two shoppers approached would not be nearly so great a tragedy as a young person who had arrived at this moment in time by the divine order of God and to leave here without the encounter that destiny intended. You have you're not here by accident you're here by divine purpose and you're not here for a tragedy to happen you're here for a miracle yes. to take place time and chance happeneth to them all campers I've never felt exactly what I'm feeling in the first night of this meeting you're here by divine providence you're here by divine order you're here because God's eternal purpose rest upon what happens to campers in this youth camp we've got one week we've got one week to share heartbeats we've got one week to share the dreams and the beauties of the work of God We've got one week to cram into you things that you need to know and things that will make an everlasting impression and have an everlasting effect on your life. And you've got one week that you sit in the room of decision, will I hear God's way or will I listen to the force of opposition to the cause of God and do it my way? I ask you in Jesus' name, campers, who I feel something so strongly. Brother Tenny is feeling it. Everyone on this platform is feeling it tonight. But that's not all. I feel like there are campers in this building tonight that are feeling we are sitting in a moment of destiny. <laughs>
1: the Spirit here tonight if we'll wait.
0: We'll hear a clear
1: word from the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of the Lord, release thyself, O blessed Holy Spirit, while we wait. Hallelujah. Shandalo bo koriko ye. Lur rihi olor ror
0: ror ror rihi olor ror. Youl lor rihi olor ror dolobo shika
1: lalobo Ilor rah purihi olor lobo shandai. Le olor rihi olor lobo shatai. Lur. Eho, let not rotti he o rei, re hi, lord re hi, oh lord, a lord re hi, ilor rabba shandolo, about the haraba We wait, Lord, for a clear word. Release. There are 800 young people here. You need to learn how to release yourself into the operation of the gifts of the Spirit without fear. If we're going to perpetuate our apostolic heritage, you're going to have to learn to release yourself to the Holy Spirit. Now God has spoken to us a clear message with tongues. And there is an interpretation. That was not a devotional tongue. There's an interpretation here. In the name of the Lord, we feel after you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Itarikaya mahandai. Be released in the Holy Spirit. Someone in this place. Father, I take dominion over fear. In the name of Jesus, I take dominion over the fear of the opinions of men. These might learn the operation of the gifts of the Spirit. Ata mohaya. you to take my message to the world. You must take my message because no one else will. You are on fire for me. Only you can be bold enough to take it all and give it to everyone who is hungry for my spirit. For I shall pour my spirit out on this world at these end times. You are the ones, the message said, that God has chosen to take His message. And if it is taken, He said, He will pour it out. You have been chosen of God. And if you go, He is promising, He'll go with you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Let the gifts of the Spirit move always in this camp Let us yield to the Holy Spirit Let us walk in the Holy Spirit Let us learn the operation of the Holy Spirit. Learn to wait on God until that holy nudge comes. More than one in your private times of prayer, at least one girl and several young men, that asked the Lord to give you a confirmation of his calling on your life and you prayed that prayer because you're struggling with the call of God and you asked the Lord in this camp meeting this youth encampment to give you a clear word about your calling you're going to get that clear word before this camp is over you will have settled that issue I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm telling you, God heard your prayer. And if you will flow with the Spirit and give priority to the Spirit, you will leave here with a sure word from the Lord as to your future. And you will remember this night, and you will remember this camp, and it will be an anchor that you will come back to time after time and say, I remember, I settled the issue. I settled the issue. I have heard from God. Hallelujah. Spirit here tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, they're sincere, they're human, they're young people. Natural feelings and inclination, but the devil has haunted them and tormented them. I, I have come in the name of the Lord to proclaim deliverance to the captives to open prison doors and set them free. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke this tormenting spirit. I take dominion over it and command it by the power of the name of the Lord Jesus, by the authority of the word. I plead the blood of the Lamb. Satan, you cannot pass the blood of the Lamb. I claim deliverance for those who are wrestling with this enemy. I pray for their purity, Lord. I pray against the spirit of promiscuity, Lord. I ask that the angels of God will encamp around about this place and they will look back to this night as the night they were delivered. I take dominion over evil thinking, over the spirit of pornography that's hidden in some of their hearts. I rebuke it and I curse its root.
0: That there's there's something just well it's unique and special about this camp I think uh, the uniqueness or the difference in this camp and others was recognized the first night when there was such a beautiful and mature worship from campers and that lets you know that when it happens the first night That lets you know that the spiritual fervor of young people coming into the camp, young people are coming to camp in better spiritual condition than what they have in times past. And then for there to be such an awesome move of God during the day services, Now many times this is characteristic of Thursday and Friday after we have had several nights in the altar and praying and worshiping, but for it to happen as early in the week as it did during the day classes, this is another great sign. So there are ways that we we determine. It's not just coming up here in some kind of hype that we're trying to, There is a special touch and anointing of God. In fact, we felt it in the staff meeting at 10 o'clock on Monday morning before many of you ever arrived. And then I thank God for that message last night. As much as we love to worship and as much as we love to praise, we still have to balance our concept with the fact that we are all headed for eternity. Uh, well, I think probably already four years now, maybe five, and this past this past march, an assemblage of people that would have that would have numbered close to one half million people, three hundred thousand plus inside the perimeter that was known as the crusade site or the tabernacle or whatever you would call it, just a Just a fence really built around uh, with sackcloth so that it would give them some kind of a feeling of of being inside a building or inside a perimeter. Better than 300,000 people and an estimated crowd of 200,000 outside that perimeter. And inside the, the perimeter and outside, those people, I've never seen anything like it in all of my life, in their repentance in their worship we witnessed uh, just the people that could make it to the platform in that short period of time when we had the healing service eight people came up with with pastor or with uh, some children with parents uh, they came up that had been healed of of blindness they had blind eyes opened uh, that was just the ones that could make it to the platform in time to be at least numbered and then 70 between 70 and 85,000 people at one time received the beautiful baptism of the holy ghost beautiful so the uniqueness of this hour and the thing that made Ethiopia so significant, and I preached a message there at that crusade, the scripture, that prophet, the, the prophetic utterance that mentions, and Ethiopia shall soon spread her hands out toward God or stretch her hands out toward God. What's happening in Ethiopia right now is a signal in this end time of what God is going to do in the earth we are right now witnessing we are right now witnessing
1: teach you about the power of the blood now listen the power of the blood some of you will remember several years ago when a wild man in Colleen, Texas drove through the plate glass window of a Luby's cafeteria you remember that and wantonly shot Twenty-three people. She got out and killed them as they were eating. Now, let me tell you an untold story. While they were cleaning up and interviewing people and, and taking his dead body off along with the others, there was a television station interviewing a woman. She was a black woman. And they said to her, where were you when he started shooting? She said, I was standing in line to get my food. And the counter was in front of me and the bar to the side of me. I couldn't go anywhere. They said, what happened? They said, well, he started shooting. He shot two people behind me. Then he shot the one behind them. And then he leveled down on me. And she said, the blood of Jesus. And said, he looked and he leveled down on me again. And she said, I plead the blood of the Lamb story and he said he looked as if it was a blank spot and he couldn't see me said he moved his gun off of me and shot the one in front of me and shot the next one and the the uh, reporter said is this something religious he said yes it is said well what what is it she said well when i was a little bitty girl my mama told me honey Someday, somewhere, you're going to be in a place that mama can't help you and daddy can't help you. Said, I want to teach you what to do. Said, remember the blood of the lamb. And the, the reporter said, do you go to church? She said, well, I used to, and I'm going back Sunday. She remembered something from the past that she was taught as a child. The power of the blood of the Lamb. Now, everybody say with me, I plead the blood. blood. Say it again. Now, that comes from the vocabulary of the old timers. It means this it means in this particular situation, Lord, I plead plead that the the blood of Jesus will avail and drive back the enemy. They didn't have time to say all of that, so they cut it down as a contraction to, I plead the blood. So if you get anywhere, young people, and Mama can't help you, and Daddy can't help you, and Brother Timmy can't help you, I plead the blood of the Lamb. Satan respects and fears the blood of the Lamb. Nothing.